once we got like halfway through the trail, I'd like hike pretty fast. I looked behind, she's like right on my tail. I'm like, God damn, I can't even take a break. You know, like I was, I learned that like she was capable of like a lot. Like she was very physically strong. It's funny because you think you get to Katahdin and you're going to cry about it. And like, I couldn't cry at Katahdin. I just like, for whatever reason, all of my emotions just like were stuck. And then, yeah, getting down and being like, you have COVID, you don't get to go home, you don't get to celebrate. <laughs> and I was just like eating cheeseburgers and weeping about it. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Christian Ultra Podcast. And today's guests are Dumb Horse and Creature who are a couple who I met on the Appalachian Trail this year, 2021. Actually, what happened was I'd cut my arm and I needed a plaster. And um, we were all sitting out on the edge of a mountain view. And uh, I asked if anyone had a plaster. And Dumb Horse kindly said, well, I've got a Band-Aid if you want one. And um, it works out that Americans call uh, plasters band-aids. So I was kindly given a band-aid and um, that was my first introduction to these guys. This whole conversation is about their journey as a couple on the Appalachian Trail. Okay, before we get into the show, I've got three things I'd like to go through. Number one is run coaching. Anyone interested in entering the world of ultra marathons, go and check out my website. Number two, Patreon. If you really find value in this show, go and sign up for Patreon, like for a couple of dollars or a couple of pounds each month. You can support the show and also get a free sticker as well. And finally, number three, Go and give me a rating on Apple. That really helps with the show. And that's it. Let's go back to the start of the Appalachian Trail. And uh, uh, and welcome also to the show. Do you guys want to like introduce yourselves? Uh, sure. Um, I'm Erica. My trail name was Creature. I am, I don't know, a through hiker now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. And, and um, I'm Drew. Uh, my trail name is Dumb Horse. And I am not a hiker. I'm a <laughs> climber, but I enjoy the whole experience. Yeah. And you're also a first aider because you gave me a, a band aid. Oh, uh, yes. That's yes. right. A plaster. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> did, I, did I call it the right name? Just a band aid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. So, um, so yeah, like, uh, how about we talk about, so um, Drew, you say you have no history with hiking. You kind of, no. like, you're, you're a climber, um, a lot more bam- upper body and stuff. Yep. Yeah, I was bamboozled into this uh, whole experience. <laughs> no, I, I think I took out our gear once and slept outside overnight once yeah, before, before doing we the actual trail. Yeah. I was like, do you want to hike the Appalachian Trail with me? And Drew was like, what is that? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think you said yes first. And then you said, what is that? That's a, uh, that's a long way though. I mean, two, <laughs> what is it? 2,193 miles. Right. Yep. It's yeah. way further than it sounds too. Yeah. So how are you, how are you guys settling back in? Have you, um, and, and you can just randomly answer the questions, whoever feels sure. like answering. How, how you guys, uh, so have you um, had any of the post-trail blues at all or have you been too busy? Definitely at first. I felt very strange. Like the first few weeks, almost the first month, just like 
not I had like a threshold for conversation and like retail environments and like traffic and felt very strange and I think it hit you like yeah a couple months after yeah I feel like I distracted myself with like climbing and everything that I missed from trail for a long time and that kind of like took my focus away from it and then all of a sudden like a month and a half in it started to settle in like oh I missed this I missed certain aspects of the entire experience mostly like the I don't know like the getting to shut your brain off and the freedom of just yeah walking and not having to work and send emails and yeah but I think now we're both pretty settled back into real life because owning our own business we're both potters so things get busy and we get to be creative and have that creative outlet here in our jobs so it's yeah. nice and we still get outside at least like every day we yeah. go outside like I've been running a lot Drew's been climbing we'll we live in the van together so we'll just drive the van to like the crag that he climbs at and then I'll run around the trails and he'll climb so by the way what the um are you fiddling around with something with your hands as well? oh yeah. sorry That's no, no. My... <laughs> no thank you sorry. for telling me I I have uh yeah, yeah <laughs> I forget that this it's noisy Found. it's all right it's okay i had uh what's um i had show, I had show pony on yeah uh, like he, the show's not been released yet but um he, he and i also had um oh geez um my mind's gone completely blank anyway another hiker on and, and they were doing something and it was fiddling with the speaker and i felt yeah. like embarrassed but eventually i was like are you playing like, with no noisy? <laughs> well you're smart for knowing yeah like what is that so um well uh creature like what what is what so you're the one who came out with the master plan what was yeah pretty uh, much what was the inspiration behind i try to still think of the inspiration and honestly like i don't really know where it came from i've always known about the appalachian trail like since as long as i can remember i don't know i can remember like my dad or something being like oh yeah Appalachian Trail that's a thing so I've always like known about it I don't remember like finding out about it you know but I don't know before 2020 it was it was definitely before the pandemic started I just like got it into my brain somehow somewhere and I think it was just like maybe either through like a couple like outdoor podcasts and like reading a couple books and I was like oh yeah Appalachian Trail that's really cool and then I was like, I think I want to do this. I I definitely want to do this. And it actually, what happened? I, before the pandemic, I decided I wanted to run a triathlon. And then the day or like the week I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the pool and start training. Like that was when the everything shut down here. So like no triathlon training for me. So I was like, okay. So I started just hiking and running outside a lot. So it's been a lot of 2020 spring, like right in the beginning of the pandemic hiking. And then listening to a lot of like podcasts and books on tape about the Appalachian Trail. And I was like, we're going to do this. Like, I'm gonna, we're going to do this. And then I asked him and Drew's really great in the way that he just will say yes to things as long as they're like handed to you and like planned, you know, if like I plan something, he's just like, yeah, sure, let's do it. So it wasn't really like a pandemic decision. It was just like, I've decided it. And then the pandemic happened. And then it like, reinforce that like this was the time this was the time yeah because for our business we used to do all art shows and craft shows like every weekend we would do like 20 30 shows a year so it was like almost every other weekend in the seasons like going to shows and all of those were canceled so we were just kind of like we're sitting around being like I don't know what to do 
And, um, and so we is, were going outside a lot. This is like 2020 though, like, or 20. This was 2020. Yeah, this was yeah. 2020. So there wasn't the idea to do it in 2020. I just, we spent that year just like outside all the time, hiking all the time, or I did. And then, yeah, running too. Mm-hmm. I got into trail running too, which was really nice. And then spending 2020, just like accumulating kind of all the backpacking gear we would need. Yeah. And I decided like in the summer of 2020 that we were going to do it. And yeah, it was a fall. I think we bought a flight in November or January. So like this time last year, we bought a flight down to Georgia and I was like, holy shit, this is real now. And yeah, I don't know. I think just like once I get up something in the back of my mind, it just like festers there, like this little worm that's like, this will happen. And I might be, I might be kind of like, and naive or ignorant in the way where like I don't take no for an answer you know like even if it's like not financially or responsibly the thing to do you know for the whole life kind of thing but so I here's, just, a, here's a hypothetical want question. it to happen let's sure. say let's drew let's say like you said no um <laughs> I just want to what 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 would you have done um probably would have gone yeah yeah, yeah I would have yeah. gone and I would expect her to go too. Yeah. Like it was like, it's, it was yeah. very important. You could tell like when she talks about something passionately that you're like, all right, she really wants to do this. I should be supportive of this goal. You know? And like, I think we're good at doing that as partners, you know, like we see an interest in like each other. And then we like really push the other person to be like, all right, let's, let's try to do this. You know, yeah. if it's possible, like in any way, and you want to really try to do it, let's try it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then he said, Okay, but next year we're taking a six-month climbing. Trip. Yes, that was the that <laughs> was that was the trade-off. That next time we get to go for a big, big adventure like that, big I want it to trip. be like mostly climbing for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And yeah, well, I mean, so on the Appalachian Trail, there's a lot of like individuals, you know, single people um, who form yeah. families or groups or couples or whatever, you know. So you guys actually came to this already as a couple uh, yeah which is kind of rare i've yeah. noticed out there like there we've met definitely met at least like one other couple that started together and finished together mm-hmm. that i can think of but it's kind of rare yeah yeah what what was the i, I suppose you don't know what the experience is like to hike sing as uh, singles uh, no but um, we spent like a few days apart like i think maybe like all of three nights yeah but it's not not enough to like for the full experience yeah I don't know like we we are pretty like (laughs) I joke that we're like kind of codependent but we're like we're also very individual people on our own like the whole time like we have our own relationships with all the friends that we have yeah so I don't know if we hinder each other always being there I think like the best part was the really cold nights like we have two people in our tent so it's warmer (laughs) Yeah, that was, um, and then like each of us can carry half of the tent which is kind of nice. yes exactly <laughs> yeah of course yeah i never thought about that um but how about hiking pace how did you guys resolve um i guess oh. having a different, like pace so, and how did that work? Yeah. yeah it was weird at the beginning like i would hike um faster than her and i would just like yeah. run away and sprint to camp because like I'm just used to trying hard and that's what I like to do when I exercise. Like I like to push myself. And then there was a point where I was just like sitting at camp for a long time. Being you get like, to camp at like, 
like 3 p.m. or like 1 30 in the afternoon be like this is silly sitting around yeah and the first week or so because we had just come from like a very kind of intense I don't know like exercising schedule and lifestyle before the trail and then getting there the first week we had to go pretty slow because it's the first week and you don't really know how to walk yet um and Drew would get to camp and he's like I don't feel fulfilled like like in my exercise and he would go for a run after getting to camp and like a bunch of people were like who is this asshole yeah but (laughs) like like, running I think it was smart to do those smaller miles in the beginning with the pack on you know like I had never done exercise with that much weight on my back and it's 100 different than running you know like I didn't realize how much different it was going to be you know I thought there'd be more like like I don't know like I thought trail running would be close to hiking with a 20 or 30 pound pack and it's really like it is but it's not it's same but it's like there's so many other things that like are different about that no, I'd, I'd, I'd vouch for that because, you know, as you guys know, I was out to try and set a speed yeah. yep. and then um, I kind of got injured, had three weeks off and then stepped back on trail as a hiker. So yeah. when, I, when I hiked those last, I think it's 450 miles, there were times when I did a little bit of jogging and it felt completely alien to me. You know, yep. I, it's what is this? This is yep. <laughs> it's so weird when we when we oh, came yeah, this through funny. Connecticut. Cause we, we live in Connecticut. And when we got here, we like, my, my parents picked us up and we were like, okay, like we're going to slack pack and we're going to try to run like the Connecticut section. <laughs> like we had our running packs on. We like set ourselves up for a 20 mile day. We took each a car and like dropped a car at the end for a 20 mile day through Connecticut with like our running packs. Yeah. <laughs> like, we start trying to run after what like we were like a thousand plus miles almost 1500 miles yeah. of walking with a pack on i think we were like, <laughs> like six miles in didn't and like know how to run anymore erica was like putting her hands on her head because oh. she didn't have her trekking pole she didn't know what poles. to do with her arms she had and become like, so used to like i didn't know where to put my hands yeah my hands were my head yeah. i like it was the worst day ever we didn't bring any food because we're like we're gonna run <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just yeah. being like yeah 20 miles no big deal we'll just run that really quick we'll be back by dinner <laughs> How about it's really your, dumb how about your gear setup uh did you guys kind of aim to uh just take everything you wanted or were you hoping some ultra light setup or you know for, the, for what, running or just for the whole thing yeah for the whole thing what was your approach in terms of like uh did you have a you, so you mentioned tent half a tent yeah 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 well, we had a great strategy of whatever I told Erica, whatever she bought, get me one. Oh yeah. Cause I, I like, <laughs> I like research and I like yeah. not necessarily like, I'm not a planner for the sense of like wanting to plan. I just get really excited. So I do a bunch of research. So I like end up like figuring out all the things. Cause I am so excited. So I did a lot of gear research before we left and like figured out what I wanted and what was like right for like my body and my size and drew did zero research until like maybe not even like a month beforehand you didn't have some things yeah I don't think he had a sleeping bag until a month before no and he's like yeah whatever you get me whatever you get (laughs) it's just like a little frustrating because I'm like I've done all this research like for me um but we we shared a tent it was a freestanding tent it's called a sling fin they make a lot of like mountaineering like winter style tents um I just liked the freestand it's like the lightest freestanding tent that um has poles and it like you can use your trekking poles in case of high wind and I wanted to get that just like to use in the future too because we do do a little bit of winter camping um yeah yeah 
splitting that up between the two of us I think that tent's only like yeah it's right under it's like two and a half or three pounds and splitting it up between the two of us is great yeah and then sleeping bags we switched to quilts halfway through when it was was warmer did you switch like because uh Mm -hmm. you started off what time of year did you start the trail we started in march march 22nd and it was cold it was like there there was a 17 to no, I was going to say I had people's uh, water was freezing. Yes, yeah. we you would sleep with your water filter and your phone like in your sleeping bag with you, and what? yeah, your your water bottles would freeze, your shoes would freeze. Um, I had a tiny little thermometer keychain, and one of the nights it, was, it read seventeen like inside of the tent. But oh. you know, it's always like a little bit warmer in the tent with your like condensation body heat. So like the two of us inside of our tent yeah. was seventeen degrees. I was like, oh dear. Um, so yeah we started with a ton of cold weather gear and i don't know we never we didn't really bring two we didn't send a ton of stuff home it wasn't like a lot of extra stuff yeah we're pretty minimalist people in the real world anyway like we don't use a lot of stuff other than like pottery stuff <laughs> you know like yeah. we don't we don't use a lot of stuff for like the real world um but yeah we switched to quilts both of us bought the enlightened equipment quilts like halfway through for the summer and that's what we're using now sleeping in the van oh yeah I love it. <laughs> we have our quilts and they're so cozy <laughs> yeah yeah but, so had you um see you later guys <laughs> <laughs> that's the uh cleaners there um so did you uh like sell your not sell or get rid of decide to leave your apartment before you started the trail yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. so we were living in a condo that drew's mom drew's great aunt's old condo we were kind of just like holding down the fort living in this condo so we didn't own it which was nice so we didn't have to like really worry about selling it um we just moved out completely moved everything out and put we we used our van as our storage unit so like anything that we were keeping we put into the van and then our studio here, we kept our studio. Um, we actually had a couple friends, another couple of potters who just kind of like came in and like worked and we almost like sublet to them so that the studio wasn't just empty the whole time. So they got to use the space and like, yeah. so that made me feel good because the studio wasn't just sitting empty. Um, so yeah, but yeah, we got rid of everything, everything yeah. that we weren't going to take into the, our next life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so and then- it's quite a quite a big transition then really it was almost absolutely like, um, like you said your next life almost like uh, i don't know um a new stage you know yeah for sure yeah and i think it was much easier to go from like if we went from like the condo to the van i think the transition would have been much harder whereas mm-hmm. like we went from the condo to the trail to the van felt very yeah, luxurious like coming back into the van you. we're like it's raining and we're not wet yeah or i don't have to pack this up <laughs> yeah morning. i can just park and then like walk out and it's fine yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no i've i've pretty much uh it sounds weird calling it van life but i've lived in the camper van for 10 11 years yeah yeah and, are uh, you in it now no, I'm selling it now, actually. I'm now in a Aww. transition myself, but I'm I'm letting I want to get rid of it so I can kind of go to I don't know, let's say somewhere like Thailand and just yeah. uh, then just kind of rent a, a, a small bed in a dormitory or something, like be really minimalist, you know? Yeah. Um, Very cool. And then do my online run coaching from in Thailand. So that's my plan. But um no, I I, I trekked across Britain, um, the width of the country, which was yeah nothing as long as the Appalachian Trail you know it's 
but anyway, nevertheless, when I did get back from this trip with my girlfriend, we did it as a couple. Um, I got back in the van and it was so luxury. <laughs> yeah, goodness me. Right. It, it, You're like, I can turn the heat on. <laughs> like a 20 star hotel compared it's to It's amazing. Yeah. You know, so and it's yeah, like you guys stepping off the trail and going into the van was totally the right way to do it. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I would yeah. highly recommend that. I love it. And like, I, we joked that we, our mattress doesn't deflate like oh, every yeah. night, but funny thing, it's like the mattress we have in there is like kind of like an air mattress. <laughs> we have like two foam pads and an air mattress and it does deflate. One, one deflated and we're like, <laughs> so, just like trail. It's just like trail. So like every couple of days we like blow it up again <laughs> and it has a really slow leak and it deflates. It's just like trail. <laughs> what, like what, how, how, how did you move from a condo to what made you decide to do that? Like um, what was the inspiration behind uh, wanting to like pretty much sleep in a van, you know? Well, we, um, we had the van before the trail for a work van, we used it as a work van for our business. Cause what we would do for all these, um, these art shows is we would load up the van with all of our work. And then we'd go to these art shows and we'd be there for the weekend and we would sell, like have our little display and our little pop-up tent and sell all weekend. And we'd sleep in the van mm. over the weekend rather than like getting a hotel or something. Um, and we were very used to like road tripping. So before this too, we would take bigger, I think like the first one we did was a couple months, like yeah. all in the American Southwest. And then in a very small car, in a, in a Honda Element. Um, and then we got the van, we just kind of like started road tripping in the van. So like we had already had it like set up for sleeping and kind of like living for like month long periods at a time or for our weekends for the shows. Yeah. Um, so Uh, we were already like really comfortable with that. And I wanted to leave the condo. I don't know. We just like, we're just kind of coasting before the trail. Yeah. But like, it wasn't a place we knew we wanted to stay long-term. Yeah. Didn't know where we wanted to stay long-term. Yeah. It was a thing where we like, we were like kind of condo sitting for a while. And then my parents were like, do you guys want to buy this? And we're like, I don't want, I don't want the concrete like area to like stay in, you know, even like now, like we would just the condo ended up just being a place to go cook and sleep. Yeah, that's all we do. We go there you know, and we, cook and sleep. <laughs> yeah, we never hang out. You know, like we very rarely are like away from our studio, you know, because we like love it here. Yeah. Or we'd exercise. So it just became a place to sleep. And it seemed like for what it would cost, it was so silly to like yeah. have such a big space for something that we rarely used. We're not really like homebody people, you know, like we spend a lot of time in our studio like we're working and we're making and and all the rest of the time is outside yeah so we're never really hanging out at home so yeah the the van just made sense yeah it does make sense how about like well my my van was a full-on like not an rv but a motorhome so i had yeah like uh two double beds or a kitchen turned into a bed above the driver's seat there was a double bed i mean oven a grill three hobs toilet shower Oh um, man, luxurious. Yeah. So, I mean, seriously, luxurious. So, how about how do you guys go about cooking and stuff? I mean, I don't even know what van you have, but um, are you it's, able- a, it's, yeah. it's just a regular sprinter van. Um, so we like we just started to like build it out. Yeah. So we like it's it's very basic right yeah. now. Like our fine. we're in our studio so much that we like cook most of our meals in the studio. Mm-hmm. Like we'll wake up in the morning and then we like just hang out yeah, like by our work make like toast yeah get coffee 
Mm. And then we, there's actually like very little cooking in the van. Yeah. We, we're here. Like this is our home base. It's like our office, you know? So like we come here and yeah, we'll cook here. We have a little fridge here. Okay. And yeah. we eat a lot of like on the go kind of stuff too. Yeah. Like if we take a road trip, then we'll just use like the little stoves that we use yeah. like on trail. We, and like we're that. set up in the van. Like we have our little like kitchen counter and sink and yeah. we just like at this time just haven't really been cooking a lot in there. I used to like eat regular, like pretty. So for example, me, like I like to eat vegetables and yes. uh, sometimes I like to cook some meat. Um, I like to have a healthy take on my diet. Are you guys, Absolutely. are you not, you're not limited to fast food. You can still eat healthy if you want. Yeah. yeah we haven't eaten any yeah. fast food since nope. being back. No, we eat like that like two avocados a day yeah i think there's <laughs> so like, many avocados one thing the trail has done it's made me appreciate like, like real food real food you know like you eat so much garbage yeah. for so long that you're like yeah. it's no longer a treat anymore it's just like something just that you don't want to see <laughs> it's funny i have a couple of like resupply boxes that we didn't end up sending to ourselves so they're oh, yeah. just like boxes full of like granola bars and like shit you know and like yeah. i still have them and like we just don't want to eat them it's just like garbage food and i like look at it and i'm like ew like no more fruit leather like no more there's like we ate all the gushers because the gushers are good oh, yeah so, but like you just don't want to eat the food oh. so you know we get to eat pretty like fruits and vegetables all the time yeah and we'll, what we'll do is we'll go to the grocery store and just any of the i don't know just like the produce section or the prepared food section like you can get a sandwich at the grocery store and it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Our grocery store is also like a minute and a half from our studio. Yeah. So it's like, it's not like we have to go real far. It's just like, we literally like leave our studio, go get all of our food and come back, which is pretty nice. Okay. Yeah. Did you guys have any uh, major fallouts on trail with each other? <laughs> um, What happened? I can't even remember. The ra- Oh no, the ramen noodles wasn't the trail. No, that was, was a road, road trip. trip. <laughs> the biggest fight we'd ever gotten this wasn't on trail it was like a road trip previous we ever gotten was like over ramen noodles we were traveling in the van and like i didn't wash out the pot because we never wash out the pot it was full of sand sand (laughs) because you know and then he starts cooking ramen noodles in the dark and then like turns his headlamp on and sees they're already like in there and sees that like the ramen noodles, the noodles are just like full of sand and he's like what the fuck and i'm like what the fuck you should wash a pot yeah and then i just like sat in the tent on my phone alone for like yeah. 10 minutes and then it was fine <laughs> but on trail we don't really argue yeah, honestly argue. like we're pretty good about like communicating which is really nice and like don't worry like there were a couple times where you're just like you're with someone all the time all day every day but like we both understand that like yeah. sometimes it's just like just leave me alone, you know, like, and, and like, like, no one takes offense to that, no. which is nice. We know? also didn't hike together together every single day. So oh, when yeah. we met you, that was like the time we were hiking together. Yeah. In the beginning, the first half, we were with a group of people where like, I would hike slower and be like hike with other people or hike alone. And then he would hike faster. With other we people, would just like yeah. meet up at night. So like the first half of trail, like, I think there was maybe only like a handful of days that we actually hiked yeah. together during the day it was like nice to get a little bit of time away from yeah. each other but also to meet other people too you know like Absolutely. we hiked to the same destination every night but like we weren't like holding hands the entire trail yeah. you know like i think that's important yes. to like yeah so n- Absolutely. N- no holding hands and no wearing the same clothes <laughs> no yeah oh that's my we, actual we, nightmare <laughs> we accidentally match like 
throughout our whole life like we'll like get dressed in the morning and you're like and we both put on like an orange vest damn it and like black pants you're like when you spend so much time with the same person you just like morph into the same person you know like someone in Trader Joe's was like you guys look alike I know we're like and we're like no we're like oh they thought we were siblings or I thought they thought we were siblings I was like no 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 (laughs) he's like no not siblings you just like look like each other weird Uh, Um, but no no matching no holding hands no no that's fine everyone is different I'm sure some people (laughs) hold hands and and it's a nice uh, nice trip yeah Um, we just when we sleep we sleep in like a giant pile of like you know how kittens will sleep in a pile of like limbs that's how we sleep oh yeah so like when we're in the tent we're just like completely on top of each other like mostly for warmth but (laughs) just like a ball of people I think also too is like our life before trail like was all day every day like we spent more time together like off trail in the beginning than on trail yeah, right because I would like true. hike away and she's like I remember that. I feel like I see you less yeah. since we're hiking the Appalachian Trail I was like for sure because yeah. like we normally spend all day the in the studio time, together like, two months like we spent less time together than we did in the real world yeah which is kind of funny to like most people would that wouldn't be the case you know but like it is very different in our mm. circumstances and then I think the second half you kind of our group split up a little bit more and then yep. you, you decided to slow down a little bit and then we like hiked together yeah for a while yeah a while I think we I, finished hiking most days like hiking together together yeah I, I thought anyone was there anyone on the trail that you knew before you started um no I don't think there was a single person that we knew before we started each other no, no. that's I guess yes <laughs> Uh, no we didn't know anybody actually here i got a question did you guys learn anything about each other not like some secret or anything but did you learn anything about each other before sorry whilst and after Mm. during the through hike that didn't feel you knew or learned about the other person before that's a question for both you guys i'm sure we have to have had yeah i mean i was just like at first like i would hike like really fast and like I'd like look back and be like oh man she's pretty far behind but then like once we got like halfway through the trail I'd like hike pretty fast and I look behind she's like right on my tail I'm like god damn I can't even take a break you know like I was I learned that like she was capable of like a lot like she was very physically strong you know and like the amount that she grew in like such a short period of time like I grew you pretty much like, you maintained your weight you maintained like your speed and your yeah. strength mm. and I think I grew and caught up to you <laughs> yeah I was like I learned that like she has like a really high capacity for like pushing herself and like especially in like endurance like yeah like sports you I'm know like it's not like that you are like way more afraid of like heights and the edge of the cliff too no you yeah I hate like I go to the edge of the cliff and I gotta see and he's like no, 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 no. I don't like when she goes to the edge of the cliff <laughs> that yeah. is my issue yeah, yeah. She, we can send you a picture of her climbing to the top of what was that is it Mac- dragon's tooth oh, oh, did dragon's you see tooth. like yeah. to the tippity tippity top and i'm like yeah yeah and he's like no we need to get down which is funny because you're the, like more of a rock climber than i am like, yeah. well, I, I climb too but yeah it's different there's pads i don't know rope. what else did we learn about each other mm. We learned, I don't know, just like the very like minute kind of signs that like someone's getting annoyed or someone's having a bad day. You like compensate for each other. Yeah. You know, if you're like, if, if I noticed that you were like kind of having a really hard time, I'd be like, 
well, do you want to share? We'd share headphones. So, like he'd have oh, a yeah. phone and I have one be like, well, we can listen to your favorite album. <laughs> Mm. so like just like very small things you pick up on yeah yeah how about your uh like you mentioned weight so did you guys both start and and finish different weights same weights you didn't so i don't think i fluctuated the entire trail more than like five pounds one way or the other Okay. I yeah. think I lost probably like close to 15, 15, it's 20 pounds. Yeah. I mean, that's a heck of a lot. It is. Yeah. yeah. And it like definitely just comes down to like diet, you know, like I wasn't able to eat and carry enough food. Like I didn't, I should have, I don't know if I should have, but I didn't like add up the calorie counts or anything yeah. towards the end of it, like through the hundred mile wilderness. Like I, I think I was I had in my bag like less than 1200 calories each day <laughs> like for funny. a day and I was like that's terrible like what, yeah. what an asshole <laughs> so yeah but it was okay and how about and like so no it's carry on Drew. oh sorry I was gonna say like and it's not like I didn't lose like I think my weight transferred you know like my waist got way small like yeah. two inches smaller by the end of the trail but like my weight stayed the same I think like it went from like up down to my legs and my legs got way strong because yeah. I never like did any hiking like that before it's not mm-hmm. like I like my body didn't change throughout the trail like it 100% did I think my weight just didn't fluctuate a, a ton yeah so your body composition changed went from more upper body strength to more lower body strength for sure Absolutely. yeah yeah that that makes a lot of sense did you guys either of you guys get injured during um the the trek um anything like that no serious injuries um right around kind of the beginning of virginia i think it was my feet were like fucked they just like you had to take a couple days off all there was nothing wrong no both of us are actually super lucky like no foot issues like as well as like blisters or anything but like my feet were just like swelling so much that like after like 15 even 12 miles like they would just like be throbbing and they would just hurt so bad um and I think it's just because they weren't they were just overuse kind of thing and we took two zeros yeah somewhere and I got bed bugs at the place we took (laughs) time off at it was gross and I just like sat in the river with like soaked my feet in the river like the ice cold water for like two days and like ate a bunch of ibuprofen and like elevated and after that honestly like they were pretty fine I think we just did a little bit less miles yeah. for like a week yeah. and then they were fine and I they hadn't hurt since that what but, what did you guys do on your mostly do on your zero days eat fish sleep oh yeah lots of fishing yeah Drew Drew brought um a hand line and like a few little like a box of little hooks and weights and stuff yeah so like especially towards the end like through new hampshire and yeah like there's a ton of water we would just like we didn't take a ton of zeros but we would always stop at like a nice body of water like a nice river or something and he would fish caught a lot of fish yeah because like that was my thing is like that's what i miss most on trails like i spent a lot of time by like water water for like my off days here so it's like kind of like a nice spot so like that kind of like grounded me a little bit you know like to relax around water which is really nice and then the the zeros in the beginning like when we were with our big group oh yeah like we just drank drink we rented a pontoon boat in Santana (laughs) Dam like we went tubing and Harper's Ferry and just like yeah it was like a party yeah 
Yeah. It was not what there I was expecting. There wasn't yeah. a lot of resting. Yeah. I think I that think was very the few zero days were actual rest. Yeah. <laughs> More like eating and then just enjoying yeah. what you don't get on trail, yeah. you know, like cold beers. Yeah. Like I never drank beer before trail. Like, and I've never enjoyed beer so much yeah. in my entire life. Like coming off of coming like, like into town. And yeah. Like, like four or five days. Blood. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that that makes sense. Um, just indulging, you know, and just looking yes, at lots of indulging. Yeah. Um, so let me ask about the fishing. Did you? Um, are you guys like vegetarian or vegan? Or no, anything? no, we don't eat a whole lot of meat. We like eat, we, we maybe, eat what's presented to us. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like if like, we go if we go to someone's house and they have meat, we'll like we'll I have meat, yeah. yeah, but like as far as like I don't really buy a lot of meat. Like I don't seek out a lot of meat. Yeah. No, not really. Yeah. But if I catch fish, well, like there's a like a pretty nice salmon fishery where we're from, and like yeah, we'll eat if I go out and catch my own fish, we'll like bring some back and grill them, and yeah, yeah. mostly on trail is all catch and release. Oh yeah, no, I didn't keep a single fish on trail. I just I feel too bad, you know. Like I catch them and I think they're too pretty, and then I'm like, oh, <laughs> they like look me in the eye. I'm like, all right, I gotta let them go. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna eat you now. You just yeah, like, yeah. It was pretty funny. Like I felt so bad that like you know on trail like you want to go as light as possible but like i would fish and like they'd get the a hook in them and they would be like a little bit further down than you get with your finger and i didn't want to like leave a hook in a fish so i, I actually carried like very light needle nose pliers so like barbless all my yeah like, barbless <laughs> all my hooks and then just make sure i like we're got, able to get the hooks out. yeah and then yeah. like release everything as quickly as i could no, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I think probably the only person on trail carrying needle nose pliers. <laughs> yes. They came in handy when people needed them. True. Yeah. No, that's that's pretty fair. Did did you guys have like any um really adverse what was the weather like? The heat, the cold, the rain? How did it affect Oof. your hike? So we I think are pretty resilient people to start with. So like weather doesn't bother us as much as like maybe it does other people like the heat we're usually okay and like being disgustingly sweaty and like very hot yeah like we're okay um the cold gets to you yeah like your hands get cold um i can remember it was the where were we somewhere in virginia because virginia was so long oh yeah it was the day it was like one of the hottest days and the cicadas had just started coming out and we start hearing them and it was like kind of terrible hiking like all through like next to the highways and everything was like really really overgrown yeah and it was so humid and overgrown and the cicadas were happening so like you just felt so claustrophobic yeah you're hiking through like tunnels of like of just like vines, vines. all of a sudden like you hit a bush and all of a sudden like 10 cicadas come like, flying by and like smash into your face yeah. and you're like they don't bite or anything so it's like I honestly like look back and I cool. love the cicadas they're very cool you but know? like I remember that one day I was like I just want yeah it was a pretty miserable it was terrible I wanted to just like be underwater so like I didn't have to hear the cicadas and I'm like flying at my face and then yeah it was like so humid and like we were so dirty and yeah, it was like the overgrownness of the trail too, like also really got to you. Yeah. That was probably the only like weather day. I don't know. I thought we had a lot of rain. Massachusetts. That was um, terrible. Like the mosquitoes. We were hiking yeah. through like right a lot of, of what was it? Out of Great, Great Barrington. Yeah. The everything was flooding. And we ended up going through the trail right before they shut it down for the because the Housatonic flooded up and over. Mm. Um and yeah, it was so flooded. It was up to my like, waist, waist yeah. almost. 
and the mosquitoes were so bad we couldn't walk fast enough to like get away from them so you're like walking through waist deep water just being eaten alive by mosquitoes yep that was one of the only times I was like I feel unsafe you know just because like you're just being eaten by all these mosquitoes I was like we should not be here so yeah some of the rain was pretty miserable definitely the heat I think was easier to deal with than the rain yeah the rain is just like sad our tent pretty much held up most of the we time. pitched it wrong once. Oh, we pitched it wrong very wrong once. Yeah, I got very wet. What happened? We just like I don't know. We're just dumb and like didn't put the fly all the way yeah. out, and then like okay. it just you're, pulls inside. Yeah, you're supposed to like, like cinch, cinch the fly down, and it was like we just didn't cinch it yeah. down, and the wind was blowing the right way, and we just like woke up, and there's just like a Water big everywhere. puddle in the bucket, and we're like, oh, our tent leaks, but like it never leaked again. <laughs> no. It was just us being dumb. like not knowing how to use the gear. <laughs> um talking you just said the word dumb and it made me think of your trail name dumb yeah <laughs> talk about your trail names where they came about um well mine came from i guess just like the general characteristics of like a dumb horse yeah, like, I, just, I think of a dumb horse and like what is a dumb horse like and just doesn't know when to stop yeah <laughs> just kind of happy all the time but like yeah like literally doesn't like you can just like work a horse till it dies. Or like you, know? you put the like, carrot in front of you. Oh yeah. Horse just like, yeah, you work the horse. <laughs> just a dumb horse. <laughs> oh yeah. And did you did you uh, give that name to Drew or? I don't know where that came from. No. It like started as a joke with our trail family. We almost called you the Lorax oh, for yeah. a little bit because his hoodie, the Melanzana hoodie, was orange and it would like come up over his beard and just his little just mustache enough. would stick out. But it looked like a big like gullet almost like the lorax kind of like body shape of the orange yeah. um that didn't stick yeah and then we, i don't know dumb horse it just uh, it was <laughs> it just funny stuck. i, I it liked was very it funny. yeah and yeah. it's one of those trail names that like you say to people and they just like smile about it they're like that's ridiculous <laughs> yeah. Yeah. or some people just feel bad i'm like no i really don't mind it they're like oh you poor soul yeah, like, like dumb horse that's terrible or they won't call you by your name you're like yeah one woman like wouldn't say dumb yeah well they were just like horse Horse. (laughs) yeah yeah horse and and how about creature creature came from also just like general characteristics of like being i don't know like a creepy little creature of the woods i had a poncho a big rain poncho in the beginning that would go over my backpack and i'm very i'm much shorter so like it almost went all the way down to my my leg or my feet and back in Georgia, it was always like really misty when it would rain. So I would just like emerge from the mist and I looked yeah. like this little like hunchback kind of creature just like emerging. And yeah, it's really funny. it was kind of funny. Yeah, like a little wicked witch of the woods. It was really cute. <laughs> Did you guys actually give any trail names to any other hikers? Yes, I gave a lot of them. We gave Magic her trail name. Did you meet Magic? Magic was in our group she was the first one to get a trail name in our very first group we gave party dave his trail name we gave tin man we gave tin man we gave who else we gave green kind of it happened oh yeah with us yeah yeah um yeah they just kind of happen naturally around you you know like it's not like you're not like i'm like thinking of this name for you you know like it kind of that's what that's just the fun part about it i think it's just like and like i don't that's what's nice too is like you just like suggest to someone like trail names you know like people have suggested names for me or someone who's in here it's like no 
which is nice yeah. you know like yeah. just because someone like says something like it doesn't mean you have to take it like right like you should like or sometimes they're just really dumb like yeah. i have a blue spoon sometimes like you should be a blue spoon and i'm like that's dumb like no yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. we also it's we were very different in the way that we would go by drew and erica almost the whole time like i like my real oh, name yeah. i don't think like it was fine to tell people my real name yeah. um and i remember like meeting a bunch of new people like all the way up in even like new york and they're like i knew drew and erica this whole time but then i like who's creature and dog yeah because <laughs> like our original trail family we would switch a lot between real names yeah. and- i like knowing people's real names yeah. too you know because like i mean trail names are great but it feels like personal yeah but like it's like when you when you're having like a deep connection with someone i think it's nice to like refer to them by their i mean so if you don't want to be called your real name i'm not going to call you by your real name but i I thought it was nice with the group of people that we had like we use both names to interchange and like it's kind of nice to like now that we're off trail to like it's not like this different person i knew it's it's like i I know both people you know and like it's not like such a shock where I'm like oh that's Steve now you know like and and like it is kind of weird when you only know someone by the trail name and then yeah you see them in the real world whereas like people that I knew with both names I was like it's the transition to like still communicate with them off trail seems a little easier yeah Yeah, we also met our whole trail family like the, the the first one we met them all like day two and like no one had trail names yet so we all knew each other as our regular names yeah. What uh tell me about Potty Dave's uh the inspiration to call Potty Dave Potty Dave uh, Party Dave him and, um, we were I just wanted in... to have him called him Potty Dave. <laughs> it's <laughs> we kind of ironic. It's it's I very ironic was, because like yeah. he's not a party, he's yeah, a very like quiet, like yeah. kind of reserved guy. Like extremely thoughtful. Very thoughtful, like very yeah. kind and like like he was yeah. we were in Hiawassee like doing laundry for the first time so he had just on his puffy and it was like zipped up oh yeah and I he was like sitting with his sunglasses because he had his, big old blue big blockers old, yeah, like the big cop like, glasses almost the original party day of sunglasses and he's just like sitting there in a chair like drinking a beer and he said I don't know what he said and I was like oh it's time to party I was like that's that's party Dave right there he's getting ready to party <laughs> it, just, it just stuck and then it's like one of those trail names that was really fun to yell, you know, like you see me like Cardi Dave and you get to yell at him. So, yeah. but it's just so ironic. And I don't think he loved it. Ever. No. Yeah. You know, like, like, because everyone like latched onto it so well that like, that was definitely like one of the favorite trail names. I think of the whole trail. Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty cool guy as well. I liked him. Absolutely. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, for sure. They're really cool. We met him day one. Yep. Day one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I saw you guys at, I forget what, well, two thirds into it already. Yeah. You guys were still in the same vicinity. Yeah. yeah. How did you, uh, did you summit with Party Day? Who did we you? Did. We did. Yeah, he ended up actually waiting for us for like a week yeah, almost. He yeah. just took a week. Yeah. He, was... he got way ahead of us. Yeah. And then we took off a little, or we just like went a lot slower through Connecticut because we were visiting family too. Yeah. Um. So he got way ahead of us. And then he just kind of like slowed way down yeah. up in New Hampshire. It was just one of those he things. He kind of like waited for us. He's like, I want to finish with you yeah. guys. I was like, I want to finish with you too, man. Yeah. It was nice because we hiked together for like the first half. And then he was like, you know what? I'm going to take off. We're like, all right, take yeah. off. And then like, you know, one one day ahead turns into two days ahead turns in three days ahead then you're like oh we might not see him again you know and then we'd still communicate with him and then he's like 
you know what guys like I would really like to finish the trail with you like we spent so much time together it'd mean a lot to me if we could do that like that's awesome so we we finished with magic too magic was another was the original group day one yeah yeah so it's cool the original trail family that we had that we all met oh um, yeah the first day every single one of us finished yeah there was how many were there 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 were like 10 of us at one point yeah and every, I was and so shocked that every single because that's super rare, you know, like yeah. people say the dropout rate or whatever. Like we all finish. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. was it like after you guys went to? In fact, I think we crossed paths um, in the barn of uh, Bot- oh yeah, the sick barn. <laughs> yeah, you called yeah. it sick barn. So I called it the sick barn. <laughs> we all had COVID. <laughs> so did you guys get COVID as well? We got COVID. Yeah, yeah it was we got terrible. So we came down from the summit. It was of finishing it, and they had rapid tests yeah. and they were like to go to the host- hostel you have to get tested and they test us yeah so we we just summoned this big we summoned we finished we're like this is amazing and we had reservations yeah whatever the hostel was and they were gonna pick us up in the shuttle so we all walked down and like we're with biscuit we're with dave we're with magic and um all of her group and we're like hanging out at the ranger station like waiting for the shuttle yeah and the shuttle gets there and they get out they're like and they have a doctor an epidemiologist and a bunch of rapid tests are like everyone's getting tested we're like cool great like, this great. makes sense i want to test please and drew and i were the only ones who tested positive <laughs> yeah because there was an outbreak at the hostel so like the people the hostel that we were going to are the parents of the hostel that we from just came Charles. from if that I mean, makes any sense they knew yeah. there was an outbreak yeah so and- someone at one of the someone at the hostel had it and then yeah. and everyone going through the hundred mile wilderness like there was a tiny outbreak yeah and we were the first ones I think to summit and get down and that they actually tested yes so they didn't know what to do with us because I think the people oh yeah like um like the dirty bubble and people you were with before summited like a day or two before us and like I don't think any of them had to get tested um they didn't but we were the first ones in the park where Baxter State Park was like we need to test the hikers and we were the very first ones to test positive so the rangers were just like I don't know what to do. They're like, where are you guys going to go? We're like, they're like, I don't know. And we're like, I, I like, don't know. I was like, I don't think we should get into someone's car and hitchhike, yeah. you know? And they were really nice. They like they talked about it and they just put us in the back of their truck and drove us into a town to get a hotel room. But it was and- really, it was very kind of surreal and sad. So like everyone else who didn't test positive got into a shuttle to go to the hostel and go to the go bar. To bar yeah. So we're like, okay, bye. And then we just like sat at the ranger station. Oh, no. The rangers were like, we'll be back. And so we sat there for like two hours. We didn't have any food because yeah. like we were expecting to get on the shuttle and go. And we we're just like sitting there with like a very weird feeling of yeah. like, we just finished this giant, this giant journey. And this is the culmination of it. And people now would, we have COVID and we just are here and waiting. And yeah, people like come up and they'd be like, congratulations. You're like, stay six like, feet away. Back. Now. And you're like, it was just, it was just a very weird, weird way to end that. And then yeah. we got and they put the rangers put us in the back of their truck. So we're sitting in the back of the pickup, like driving away. And I remember like seeing the road and you can see Katata and it's all like cloudy and pretty and the sun is shining. And I'm just like weeping. And we're just driving away from it. And like it was just such a strange feeling, yeah. like not knowing how to feel. I was like, it's over, but like I feel like we were almost like robbed of the the yeah. finish. Yeah. And then yeah, we got dropped off in what is it, Melanocket? Somewhere, yeah. And yeah. Road Soda and Botany came and picked us up and brought oh, yeah. us to Botany's grandma's house where there was the boathouse where all the sick hikers <laughs> 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 were. 
and then we just like stayed there for an extra week and drew had his birthday there and we fished a lot and yep. drank a lot and just had covid <laughs> and quarantined there how did so, you manage to get in contact with botany um and uh so just to be able to come up with the idea of going to the the barn so i think they were already there and we didn't have signal because we were still stuck in the park and um I think it was Party Dave and Biscuit who didn't test positive. They got back into town and got signal and the must have called them and was like, here's the situation. Like Creature and Dumb Horse like have COVID and they're stuck and we don't know what to do. So then like they called me and they were like, don't book a hotel. Like you're coming with us. Like we have a bed for you. So that was really lovely. I remember sitting in like the grass in front of a McDonald's, like eating a cheeseburger, crying about it again. And they just pull up and they're like, Creature, (laughs) like that's so sad um it's funny because you think you get to Katahdin and you're gonna cry about it and like I couldn't cry at Katahdin I don't like for whatever reason all of my emotions just like were stuck and then yeah getting down and being like you have COVID you don't get to go home you don't get to celebrate <laughs> and I was just like eating cheeseburgers and weeping about it well yeah. you, you know when you stayed at the barn like did you get to meet uh Botany's grandma she's cool right? oh she was lovely yeah it was so cute and yeah, and I forget yeah, oh, what was her her partner's name. Yeah, like um, was it Big Al? I don't remember. Something like that. I think he even had a trail name or something. It was it was like Big Al or something adorable. But he would like make us cocktail That's drinks right. and like right. put them on the table in the middle of the yard, yeah. and then we would like walk over. And after he left the little table, we'd get our little cocktails and then go sit in the Adirondack chairs like across the entire yard from each other and have happy hour. It was really cute. Yeah, we, we did that. What, By the way, what was your experience with getting COVID? What kind of symptoms did you both get? So it was it was interesting for me. I had been my sickest when we were at Shaw's and I had tested negative. So like I had chills and aches. So like, I think I had, I called it hot tub karanga because I think there was another sickness going around when we all got into that hot tub. Um, you remember that 40 person hot tub? Yeah. I, yeah. I think, I think that hot tub made me sick, which wasn't COVID because I had tested negative. Yeah. And then I think being sick, just having a cold from that allowed me to get COVID. Um, So I just felt like terribly achy and headache, a lot of headaches. And we hiked, like we went through the hundred mile wilderness and Drew lost your, you want your taste and smell. Yeah. What were your COVID symptoms? That was it. Just taste and smell. Just taste and smell. You had like a headache for like a day. Yeah. And I never lost my taste and smell though, but it was fine. Like we hiked in the height of our symptoms through the hundred mile wilderness and yeah. yeah, I did my, my, I think my biggest day was 33 miles and I had COVID that day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> runny nose. You know, Literally. Yeah. Definitely. I remember having oh, yeah. a, like, a terrible headache was yeah. like my worst. It almost felt like allergies, which is kind of strange, yeah. you know, like I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. And I kind of thought I was like, oh. And it was like starting to get like colder too, like yeah. significantly colder then. So we're like, maybe it's just the weather changing. Yeah. But Wishful thinking. We're also both vaccinated too, which like oh, yeah, sucks. We're- <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm vaccinated as well. Yeah. As well. Yeah. How about so before you guys left the barn, did you guys get a COVID test and 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 suddenly everyone was, you know, we didn't because we couldn't find them. I remember we yeah, kept they, trying to find so more that rapid tests. And outbreak like, happened in that town, like tiny town. So like there were no tests. Yeah, but um, we we talked to the epidemiologist yeah. like directly. He's like, he's twelve like, just days. Wait. 
he's like, these are, he's like, you just hiked this long for this many days. He's like, probably like you're already towards the end, but like just to be safe. Oh, the other thing he said is even after our quarantine days up, like we would still test positive for like a month or a few weeks after the fact. Interesting. With the PCR. With the PCR test. Yeah. Yeah, So he's like, just quarantine and like, don't cough on people. Okay. Good to know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- through this journey, um, what, what are your most um, treasured memories? Um, so, so, so uh, oh. yeah, feel free to anyone to answer. Yeah, so many like sunsets and sunrises. Yeah. I think Max Patch, being on top of Max Patch, we had a big, huge group. That was such a fun night and the sun sunset was so beautiful. And we just like, I think... Bug Bites friends came with pizza and we and had pizza beer. on the last patch. Yep. Also, the night before Mount Camerer, we uh, illegally camped. Oh, yeah. That was one of my favorite nights. Inside of Mount Camerer Tower in the Smokies. And that was so beautiful. Yeah. We bought cheap cigars and whiskey. Yeah, we bought cheap cigars and whiskey. It was great. We got there super early. So we just got to sit there for like hours and hours. Yeah, just, just like beautiful eating cheese lookout. and smoking cigars. Up, that we what, got in up, Gatlinburg. Up a tower kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Mount nice. Camerer was like. It's like a fire tower. It's a fire tower, but it's like an, o- <clears throat> excuse me, it's like an octagon. It almost like kind of has like a New England lighthouse kind of feel. Yep. Um, it's like almost a mile off trail. So nobody would. Um, so like not many people yeah. went there. You know, like when you're on trail, people are like, Blue Blaze, no. Yeah, Blue Blaze like, for a mile. Absolutely not. Yeah, so, yeah, I think it's like three quarters of a mile or something. Yeah. Um, but we went there and we were like, we're going to sleep here. It's beautiful. Yeah. That was a lovely night. Yeah. And then, I don't know, there was a couple nights in Maine where we slept right on a couple of the beaches. Yeah, Maine was incredible. That was awesome. We did a lot of, a lot of like stealth camping too, which we found like just awesome spots. Yeah. We slept on top of, was it? Mount Cube. Oh yeah, just in a, in a like a weird nook. In, <laughs> in like the sunset was awesome. Yeah, we we're just like on the actual summit of the mountain, just like in yeah. a little nook on the side. We messed off. up. We like did something wrong. We're like, and we thought we could like camp somewhere. It didn't work out. And we we're like, it's getting dark. Oh, we yeah. have nowhere to go. We just like searched around and found this like random little spot. Yeah. But it ended up being really fun. That was really nice. Did yeah, mostly just like camping and beautiful spots. Like yeah. that's one the of the highlights. tent like make it easier when it came. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because we can put that thing anywhere on rocks or whatever you yep. want. Yeah. 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 I'm very happy with the tent choice. I agree. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how how many pairs of shoes did you both go through? Um, I don't know, four or five. Yeah, like five. Yeah. I I'm, still have my, I'm still yeah. running in the ones that I summited in. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 I was kind of a baby with my feet. Like my shoes would start wearing down and like, it was like the one thing, like I'd be like super cheap with other things. And I'd be like, nope, like I don't want, like, like I was like, if my, if my feet start hurting, like that was one thing I knew. I was like, if you, if you damage your feet, like, I guess that was like the hardest thing for me to learn was like, you can't go as hard as you can all the time because it's yeah. such a long trail. Like, you have to leave yourself some time to recover or like you can't go max, you know, you have to go just below cause you have to do it every single day. And like, so like, that was a big thing for me with my shoes. I was like, I don't want to, like we don't need to push these until they're broken. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A couple of them were just, you just tear them apart and you can't get new shoes and they like do weird things. But like we had to duct tape her shoes. Oh yeah. One of my shoes on the presidential the, range, the presidential traverse. Oh, that was probably one of the best days. Yeah. Oh, I we think did so, the yeah. traverse. That was, we had awesome weather. 
and we did all of the peaks. We took every blue blaze to the, and did the whole traverse with every peak. And that was awesome. But my shoe was split. It split the day before that, like completely apart down the sides. We like duct taped the whole thing together. And I was like, this is fine. And it worked. It worked. And we did the, the whole presidential with it. So do you yeah. feel now you finished the hike that you did it as you should have done it? Yeah. I, I kind of do. Honestly, it. like, I don't think I would have wanted to go much faster or much slower, you know, like, I don't know. I, I really don't regret a whole lot. You know, it's not like I was like, Oh, I wish I really went faster and pushed myself more. Like, I think I had a, like a really great experience and like my, one of my biggest goals was to, like, to get back and not be hurt yeah you know like I don't I wanted to come back in better shape than when I left you know like I don't I don't want to have like knee problems or, or anything like, like that stress fracture or some kind of injury that like, yeah that yeah that was like number one goal is like don't get hurt don't mess up your body for the future yeah like take care of yourself yeah. number one and then like yeah I think I remember you saying that Drew like some mentioning something about going slow and staying strong or something yep. yeah that was yeah. And Erica taught me that, you know, like I would like at first, like I said, I'd run away and then like, I would physically have to put her in front of me on the yeah. trail and like, like not, more. yeah, like I'd have to put her in front and then <laughs> so like, wouldn't go fast. and like, I learned after like a couple of weeks of like going that speed, you're like, this is so much nicer. I saw so much more wildlife. Yeah. I like would like stop and enjoy like the trees and stuff. And then they like, when I was hungry, I ate, you know, when it's like, when I'm by myself, I can't really turn that switch off. But like it was nice to have someone like pace you mm. to, like, <laughs> to go slow to teach you that you know and like just once I don't think I would have done anything but like since it's such a long trail and you did it for so long it kind of like changes you in a way to be like to actually learn something from it rather than just be like this person in front of me is going slower than I am it's just like this is a different pace and there's a different experience for every pace that you go. And yeah. let me ask you what you guys, um, you can both each answer as well. Uh, so like, what did you learn out there about just in general life? Yourself, what did you learn? I think, I think many lessons and I think I am still in the process of figuring out all of the things that I've learned. Mm-hmm. One of the things I remember, we kind of talked this out a little bit is being able to connect with people easier. Like they're, there's no room for small talk on trail. Like you meet somebody and even though they're a stranger, like you don't use kind of small talk with them, but it's like a different air to the small talk than like you would at the grocery store or someone like mm-hmm. in line or whatever. Like you, you get to talk with somebody and just start talking about real things right away. And yeah, they, I just, I, I lost my tolerance for small talk and for niceties to be like, Oh, how are you? I'm good. Thanks. Whereas like, on trail you'd be like like I hurt right now my butt crack is chafing or something and you just like start saying ridiculous things to each other and like it humanizes people in a way where we are all having a very similar experience you know of just such a raw kind of emotions and physical things happening to us that yeah I lost my tolerance for like small talk in the way of just being nice for the sake of being nice and not in the sense of being mean to each other but like you just have real conversations rather than yeah yeah no that does make sense how about you drew yeah i don't know i learned like i loved on trail like there was like this thing that like doesn't really happen like in like the real world a lot where like you ask for something like ask for help and like people like 
like if you offer a through hike or something, they're gonna take it. Yeah. You know, and like it doesn't feel like a nicety. It's just like or people, like an empty offer. Yeah, like right? you know, like people like just say things to be nice out here and they like offer something, but you don't feel like you necessarily should or take it. You know, like I really enjoyed like someone offering something and just feeling like like, shameless for taking yeah. it and now like, now I think about take it but yeah you're like yes I will like thank yeah. you for offering I will take this like, but like whatever it taught me to like do the same thing for others you know like like if you're gonna offer something like make sure you go through with it you know like yeah. like not make empty offers and just try to help everyone that you can in whatever way you can yeah. yeah and I don't know I just I love being out in the woods and like yeah getting back to that and I keep thinking back to like hiking the Appalachian Trail is like great and like you are immersed in the wilderness a little bit you know but like I keep going back to be like people I'm sure like live a lifestyle that they're like the Appalachian Trail is not the wilderness you know like I keep thinking back to like I would love to like get into the wilderness a little bit and it was like a nice little like ease into it for me to like you still have towns every three or four days and stuff like that but I think I just want to like go into the wilderness wilderness for a period of time in my life just to like experience that and like keep pushing like getting back to nature a little bit more yeah. would be really fun yeah, yeah like there are some parts of Maine that like or New Hampshire that are like definitely more out there than like walking through New Jersey you know you're like I can hear the highway the whole yeah. time yeah yeah um yeah no I, I I do appreciate that both your points there they make a lot of sense um and and so this uh six-month climbing adventure tell me about <laughs> Oh, so, <laughs> I, think I don't know if it's gonna be six months <laughs> yeah uh I don't know I think we're just we like have to get back to our business a little bit so I think we like work really hard here for a really long time in order to take these adventures yeah so and um so when we do that like we're able to pick something and then Eric said I, I have to plan it now so I have to start really like thinking mm-hmm. about it but I think I either I just want to road trip around the United States and kind of like climb. yeah just climb all these beautiful areas that you see everywhere you know and this and I'm sure it's gonna be a similar experience of like a bunch of dirty people living yeah like climber dirt bags are a the same breed but a slightly different breed than like hiker trash (laughs) yeah you know it's like still like the same kind of dirty people doing their thing and like we fit very well into both of those groups of people i um well you mentioned hiker trash there i i got the guy on my podcast who came up with that um (gasps) no way yeah his name is uh lone wolf or david blair back um in a podcast i've got called appalachian trail legends it's got warren doyle Cool. Dave, um, and two other guys, uh, Scott Grierson also, and and yeah, and he tells the story, and I've got it as a little sample at the start of the podcast. I'll share it with you. you can just yeah, I'd yeah. love to hear. It. That's yeah. awesome because uh, you feel like that's a term that like so many of us use, and yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting to know where it came from. Yeah, yeah, that's the, the he's a pretty. He's actually got even a bigger beard than you there, Drew. Like, <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have a big beard to come up with that um praise there yeah uh, like hey it's been really cool catching up you know and chatting and 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 just uh you know i think i've had enough of your time here um and now yeah. it's lovely to and i've got something to work with so um i'll let you guys know when i put it together and share a link so you guys yeah i'd love to awesome 
Yeah. And um, yeah, work hard. And and that sounds, you know, from hiker trash to dirt, to climb a dirt bag. Yeah. Dirt yeah. bag to hiker trash, back to dirt bag, back to, yeah. what do you call someone who ultra runs? Uh, yeah. I don't, I like, don't... is there like a, a trashy ultra runner kind of term? Yeah, I don't think there is actually, you know, um, I know that <laughs> the dirt bag lifestyle. So it's, it's the not. same kind of thing. You're going to park um, your car if you live in it um, at the trailhead. You're going to go running all day in the mountains or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they're trying to, I've heard people say dirt bag lifestyle. So, you know, but well, I, I know that originates from climbing for sure. Yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. take it over to running too. I thought of you. I'm entering my um my first oh yeah this is my super- first race ever. I'm gonna do a 30 mile race. And I, I thought of you. It. Yeah, is that it. your yeah. first ultra then? That's, That's not- my first race yeah. ever. Like I've never run any kind of. I've never done a marathon. Never even done like a 5k. So wow, I figured 30 miles is a good place to start. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Well, um, yeah. if you've got any, you know, if you have any questions to ask, just send yeah. me an email or something, you know. I know, maybe we'll have to do some coaching because <laughs> I don't <laughs> know how to train. I mean, I run a lot. Yeah. And like, but I don't know how it's I'm supposed little, to be training. Little things like you want to have, um, you know, did you ever use those uh, baby wipes or wet wipes, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. So rather than using like um, toilet paper, I don't know what you guys call that, <laughs> tissue like yeah if get, yeah if you get a wet wipe and cut it up and just let them dry out and then you can rehydrate them with a bit of water i mean oh, let them dry like, yeah and then if it rains it doesn't because imagine toilet paper when it rains on it it's this hard little lump of yeah, so, yeah. absolutely <laughs> yeah it's like the little tips and things you absolutely know. that's so smart <laughs> yeah that's that's what i usually do but um no that's great where is it what race is it it's actually it's called the trap rock 50 so 50k um and it's actually in on the loop it's here like right in the town yeah. our studios in but it's the, the same trail loop that i like run all the time so that's okay. why i feel like pretty comfortable being like i can do it because it's like my same it's it's like a 10 or 13 mile loop and it's like three three loops of that track in the in the trail so i feel confident because it's like my home turf that i always run anyway so i'm gonna yeah. no, just kind of go for it go for 30 miles yeah, it's like that. real it's like trail trail too which is i can't run on the roads at all my body just like shuts down so like i <laughs> can only run on trail which is very odd no no i know you i was doing this um 50 mile ultra marathon from from uh, uh edinburgh to glasgow right cool it was, it was all um to like um canal next to a canal so it was a kind of a dirt trail but not rocky or anything and yeah. then we got to some road sections and it felt really tough to run on the roads. Like, it's just yeah, terrible. It's, it's so different. So much. Whether it was mental or physical, I don't know. Maybe a bit of both, but I think it's definitely both. Probably yeah. mostly mental with me. So I'm like, this is terrible. Like, yeah. where are the trees? She's like, right. like she yeah, runs a trail fun. trail mile faster than her road mile. Literally, which is hilarious. You can run a trail mile faster than a road mile. It's so silly. Yeah. Listen, um, just before you guys both go, could each uh, if you give like one piece of advice to maybe someone who's thinking about through hiking the AT in 2022? Yes. Yeah. Um, there are no rules. Yeah. Other than leave no trace. That's a big rule. Yes. But, but like, there are no rules. Like you don't get to let other people tell you how to hike, but even how to just like exist and live your life. Like there are no, I don't know. You don't have to fit into like any kind of societal norm mm-hmm. is my advice. Just do your thing. Don't be a dick. Okay, there's the rule. Don't be a dick. Pick up your trash. Mm. Cover your poop. So I think like 
hike your own hike that one hike, yeah hike your own hike but like not in that that's such a cliche kind of yeah, yeah. <laughs> i guess like just like i don't know i think the you yeah be you yeah yeah be you you don't need a savings account it doesn't matter yeah i think that's the biggest <laughs> thing too is like like just committing to it i think is the hardest part of yes. the hike is to like get yourself to say that you're gonna do this and like just believe in yourself that like you can leave your life behind for five months and it's going to be okay yeah, that is you know like definitely just the hardest part for believe that and like you're gonna leave for a while but you're gonna come back you know like granted you're gonna miss some things but like you're gonna have so many other experiences that it's gonna be 100 worth your time and just know that like taking that time off is gonna be worth it yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a good way to end the show Thanks again for tuning in and listening to the podcast and I'll have many more interviews in the coming weeks. In fact, next week um, I'm off to Thailand so I'll be podcasting from over there and I'm really excited about that and uh, I'll share a little bit about me and my story in the um, coming episodes. In the meantime, have a great day and enjoy yourself.